Welcome to the Ultradent Products Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Louis Maltzmacher. Dr. Maltzmacher is a practicing general dentist in Bay Village, Ohio, and an internationally known lecturer, author, and dental consultant known for his comprehensive and entertaining style. An evaluator for Clinicians Reports, formerly Clinical Research Associates, Dr. Maltzmacher has served as spokesman for the AGD and is a consultant to the Council on Dental Practice of the American Dental Association. He works closely with dental manufacturers as a clinical researcher in developing new products and techniques. For close to three decades, Dr. Maltzmacher has inspired his audiences and consulting clients to truly enjoy dentistry by providing the knowledge necessary for excellent clinical and practice management. His group dental practice has maintained a 45% overhead since 1988. To view Dr. Maltzmacher's lecture schedule, please visit www.commonsensedentistry.com where you can find information about building the best dental team ever and sign up for his affordable monthly consulting programs, teleconferences, audio CDs, and free monthly e-newsletter. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Maltzmacher. Can you share with our audience some of the things that you are speaking about currently with respect to oral cancer? Sure, Melanie, and thanks for having me. Um, you know, oral cancer, it's amazing. I speak to dentists all over the country all the time, and everybody wants to talk about all the good stuff, you know, the aesthetic dentistry, the implant dentistry, and, you know, how to practice and those, how to build practice and those kinds of things. And, you know, there is one part of our practice that, you know, hasn't gotten the attention that it really should get, and that is oral cancer prevention and oral cancer examination. And, you know, here you have a situation where, you know, and I tell this to dentists all the time, you've got, you know, it's great to give a patient great-looking teeth. It's great to change their lives with implants. It's great to do crown and bridge and do all those great things. But, you know, it's also great to find something in a patient that where you can literally save a patient's life ahead of time. You know, oral cancer is one of the few cancers. If you look at the American Cancer Society and their statistics, oral cancer is one of the few cancers where the mortality rate has gone up over the last 40 years as opposed to most cancers that have gone down. I mean, and when you look at this, yeah, when you look at the statistics for oral cancer, it's really amazing. I mean, oral cancer kills one American every hour of every single day. It's three times you know, it's got three times as many victims as cervical cancer and as common as leukemia. I mean, people don't think in those terms, and that, and that surprises people and surprises dentists even when they, you find out about it. Oral cancer claims more lives than melanoma claims. And, you know, everybody knows melanoma is a very common skin cancer, but oral cancer is really out there. And, unfortunately, we in dentistry have not – we've taken it seriously, but we haven't taken it seriously enough. You know, the, the problem is – when we do find something, you know, in the patient's mouth that may be oral cancer, and if it indeed is oral cancer, you know, and it may not be a very big lesion. We're talking about a lesion that may be one to two millimeters. Certainly once you get into the centimeters, um, that becomes fairly big. But when it's detected in that stage already, the five-year survival rate is only 22%. So it really, really is serious. But if you can detect it much earlier, that survival rate will skyrocket up to 80%. So, and, you know, oral cancer, is it's way past the days of what we learned in dental school, certainly when I went to dental school, you know, 28 years ago or so. Um, but even, you know, as common as 10 or 15 years ago, 
It, you know, we used to think that oral cancer would only be gotten by a 40-year-old male, you know, tobacco smoker or tobacco chewer and, you know, drank a lot of alcohol, you know, some big, gruffy guy that, you know, is not taking care of his teeth. I mean, honestly, that's not at all the demographics of oral cancer anymore. You know, now it will affect, you know, certainly that, that person I described is the highest risk for oral cancer. But now an increased risk starts at age 18. Sexually active teenagers, um, all of a sudden, they think now that about 20 to 30 percent of oral cancers come from the human papillomavirus. And, you know, and that, that all of a sudden is now affecting everybody. So it's not what we learned in dental school anymore. I mean, it is much different than what we learned then. And certainly, uh, when you think about how common it has become, um, that, then we've really got to take it a lot more seriously. And I've heard you mention before self-examinations for oral cancer. Can you share with the audience how they can promote this for their patients? Sure, it would be my pleasure. And this has really been, you know, this whole realm of oral cancer. There is not a lecture that I give, and again, I give, I give lectures on the hottest topics in dentistry. You know, composite resins, new technology, lasers, all those different kinds of things. But I have really dedicated myself, especially the last few years, to try to really raise the banner of oral cancer. Uh, to dentists and to dental teams and to get them to do examinations and screenings. And one of the things, uh, there's a new initiative done uh, or that's out there, a really new initiative out there that really is a, such a brilliantly simple concept, and it is a website, www.oralcancerselfexam.com. And actually, my kids kind of came up with this idea because they've heard me lecture many times, and, you know, they've heard me, you know, they've heard me take oral cancer very seriously. And uh, they said, you know what, why not show people how to do a self-exam for oral cancer the same way that they do a self-exam for skin cancer, the same way that women are always taught to do a self-exam for breast cancer. I mean, you know, it's a brilliantly simple concept because... Everybody can look in their mouth, and what we do, and on that website, you can go down and download a PDF form to show you and to show patients, you know, and give it out to patients, certainly, or have them go to the website and get it, and show them how to do a simple one- to two-minute exam for oral cancer. They flip up their lips. They look at the inside of their cheeks. You know, we, they pull their tongue out. They look underneath their tongue, and let them look for any of the funny lumps or bumps or funny things that are in their mouth, and... All we'll do is we'll get people to go to the dentist much earlier than they will. You know, oral cancer really doesn't think in terms of, well, you know what, I won't, I won't show in the patient's mouth till the patient goes, you know, for their next six-month checkup or a year checkup. Oral cancer doesn't do that. It can happen at any time. And if people get involved with looking at their mouth, you know, only good things can happen because generally people don't know anything about their mouth. So when they look in their mouth and they see brown teeth or stained teeth or yellow teeth or anything else, you know, they'll, they'll go to their dentist and let them ask more questions, but certainly um, we need to get them involved. You know, that simple concept alone has helped, you know, raise the banner of breast cancer and raise the banner of skin cancer and has saved many lives just by early detection. And there are many other ways to do early detection as well. And screening in the practice is important too. Right. Screening is vitally important. And, and let me make this really clear because most dentists make this mistake. And it's really kind of funny. You know, when I speak to a big group of dentists, I'll ask everybody in the audience, you know, do they do oral cancer examinations? And and they all raise their hands, yeah, they all do them. And then I ask them if they do oral cancer screenings. 
and they all raise their hands and they say they do them, they think that they're the same thing, and that's the funny thing. Examinations and screenings are two different things entirely. And then just as a joke, I'll tell them, you know, you don't really do oral cancer screenings. Then I get this nervous giggle from them because they know they don't do them, but they're not even sure what an oral cancer screening is. So let me make sure I make it clear to you and certainly to the audience listening to this as, as well. An oral cancer examination is much the same as when you go to get a physical examination, you know, you go to the hospital or go to your physician. You know, they look around and they, you know, just look at you physically and they, you know, feel your skin and they feel around your body for any funny lumps or bumps or anything like that. And that's what we do for an oral cancer examination. You know, we are actually looking with our eyes, we're feeling with our hands, we're palpating our muscles and cheeks and tongues to see if there's anything there. That's a physical examination, but that is not a screening. Now, a physical, an oral cancer examination is something that we're all taught to do, whether you're a hygienist, an assistant, or a dentist. But a screening is completely different. That is when you have, you go ahead and screen a broad base of the population to find those individual cases. And, you know, screenings that everybody's familiar with are certainly, you know, mammograms for breast cancer, uh, PSA tests for prostate cancer. Uh, that's typical once you hit the age, the magical age of 50 and where you'll also get a colonoscopy for colon cancer. Those are screenings where you screen everybody that comes into the practice. And we, we you know, the, the, the issue is we haven't had that in dentistry before, but now we've got some, you know, pretty simple screenings that we can do in the office. And one is by the Xyla company called Visalite Plus. Uh, another is called Bellscope. Uh, Visalite Plus has been around for a, for a number of years. It's very well studied. Bellscope. Is, is more of a new, uh, you know, piece of equipment on the market, and it hasn't been out just that long. But, you know, I recommend getting some kind of screening to everybody's practice as soon as possible. And the one we chose was Visalite only because it's $20 per unit to get into the practice. You know, we charge the patient $65 at all the time. You know, they, they say if they want to do it just like any other screening that they can choose to do, and the whole procedure is like less than a minute. And it's really important this way. You know, the whole point of screening is to find these little, you know, half a millimeter lesions, millimeter lesions, before you'll even actually be able to see them. Once I find it, then with the Visalite system, I can go ahead and stain it with something called T-Blue, which is known in cancer circles for staining cells that are, are either precancerous or cancerous. And if we pick up a stain, then absolutely we're shipping them off to the oral surgeon. But now we have just identified and found that lesion much earlier than if I would have tried to look for it alone. And I cannot tell you how important screening is, and it should be a really important part of every dentist practice. Now, how do you recommend getting patients on board for this? Uh, that's a great, great question. I mean, one of the ways to do that is to get them involved. Get your patient involved in in the uh, in the whole oral cancer realm by again teaching them how to do their own quick self-examination for oral cancer and go to that website again www.oralcancerselfexam.com and you know again that pdf form shows them how to do it and you can show patients as well you know we should, we're good at showing patients how to brush their teeth and floss their teeth and all those kinds of things um this is a vital piece of the whole puzzle and what's really amazing melanie also is you know there is there's a whole movement in the medical world, and now it's finally hitting dentistry, of the whole link between everything that happens in the mouth 
and systemically what happens with a patient's health. You know, the whole oral systemic link where, you know, if your gums are, are looking better and you don't have gum disease and that helps your diabetes, you'll have a uh, healthier pregnancy, it'll help your heart disease, it really helps the rest of the body. Same thing is true with oral cancer. And, and people are, you know, some of the hottest topics in the consumer market are health and wellness and cancer prevention. So we've got to jump on that while that is, you know, in the top of mind of consumers, and they're into that kind of stuff. And one way to do it is to just get them involved. Show them how to do a simple, simple self-exam for oral cancer. And, again, you can go to that website, and uh, and it'll teach you how to do it. And you can print out a PDF and even put your practice name on it. And certainly, you know, we encourage doctors to sign up to be listed on that website as well because we're getting a lot of hits from consumers. I mean, this website's been out for probably about you know, two and a half months, and the, the interest by consumers has been enormous. I mean, we've even had a few mentions, you know, a few newspaper articles and, and a few uh, telecasts as well as part of the whole oral cancer realm whenever there is a, an article or some news media about oral cancer. And it's been enormous. So there is great interest from patients on that. We need, we need to take it more seriously and really grab into that and get patients more involved. They're looking to be more involved for that. You know, the Crown Council did a great, great study. The Crown Council in dentistry is, is a, a group that studies patients' behaviors, um, and, many, and many dentists are familiar with them as well. And they survey patients as to what they want from the dental office. The number one thing that they wanted from the dental office, you know, we as dentists, and you might think, Melanie, you know, you know, they want to know about aesthetics, and they want to know about implants and all those things. Mm-hmm. The number one thing that, that patients surveyed was tell me more about oral cancer. Wow. Because right now, health and wellness and cancer prevention is absolutely a, is very big in terms of where patients are, you know, especially when you're talking about an economy and a recession and those kinds of areas. You know, patients may think longer before they go into aesthetic dentistry. They may think longer, you know, they can put off that implant maybe a little longer. But health and wellness, you know what, if they, they're, they're getting more into prevention than they ever were before because they realize it costs money if you don't uh, help prevent uh, some of these problems. And that same is true with oral health and certainly is true with oral cancer. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to share this with all of us. We really appreciate that. All right. Thanks for having me, Melanie. Anytime. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dr. Maltzmacher. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of our podcast, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for an upcoming podcast, please call us at 800-268-9010.